Hey, I just wanted to remind you that our next challenge is beginning very, very soon. And in that challenge, if you're looking to monetize your podcast and you want to know exactly where to get started and how to build an offer that is going to be exactly what your audience needs, then you need to join the Podcast Profit Challenge. You can go to teampodcast.com forward slash challenge, and it's absolutely free. It's that season again. It's podcast conference season. I'm going to talk to you a little bit today about how to select the right podcast conferences to go to, but also how to monetize a podcasting conference. And I'll tell you how to do it right after this. So the real question is this, how can podcasters like us who've done the work, built a following, and actually made a difference, monetize our podcast without selling out to sponsors who don't really value our community anyway? That is the question, and this is the answer. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. Hi there. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. My name is Christy Hostler, and I'm so glad that you decided to join me today. And I'm here because I'm concerned about all the podcasts that want to monetize and have not yet made a dime from their show. And every single month, thousands more podcasts get added to the Apple podcast directories and get put out into the world. And the reality is only a fraction of them will monetize. Not because monetizing is hard, but because monetizing requires a specific strategy. And if you don't know what that strategy is, you will end up falling short. And so I'm here to sort of shortcut your process of getting your first dollar from your podcast. And in case you don't know me, my name is Christy Hostler, and I'm the founder of Team Podcast. We're a full service podcast production company. So we've been working with podcasters for the last 10 years, and we've worked with over 350 podcasters. And in the last five years or so, we we are extremely focused on monetization and how you can get there. And I've just decided I'm not going to launch a podcast again that is not monetized. So that's why I'm here today. And I hope you're here because you want to monetize too. Now, here's the thing as a podcaster, and I've always said this, there are people like everyone in the podcast ecosystem that makes money off podcasters. And let's just be real about it. The podcaster sometimes, let's use an old Southern uh, saying and says, uh, gets the last teat very often when it comes to monetization. And my goal today is to show you how you can get in on a little bit of that, or at least get some ROI back on the investment that you make. So Podcast conferences, much like podcast hosts or podcast production companies like mine, we all make money off of the podcast industry and the people in the podcast industry who are the most active are the podcasters. And so so if you've been around the space any length of time at all, you know that multiple times a year there are opportunities to go to podcast conferences and I've been to most of them at least once before. Some of them I go once and then decide it's probably not a good investment for me to go back there again and again and again. But I want to talk to you about the whole conference ecosystem today and show you how you can monetize your experience. Now, I'll give you an example. This week, 
I am going to be speaking at Podcast Movement in Dallas, Texas. My session is on Friday at 1245, and I'm speaking about how to monetize podcasts. And the thing is, it costs a lot of money to go to a podcast conference. So I'll just give you an example. My airfare from Key West to Dallas, luckily we do have a direct flight. So it's not going to require a ton of time other than getting to the airport early and any delays that may happen, which right now with American Airlines, they're not looking all that great. And then it will also require the time once I land, get my baggage and whatever. But you're talking about less than half a day's time of all of that. But that's not the biggest investment. The flight costs almost $700. Now I need a hotel stay for the entire time I'm there and I'm staying at the hotel where the conference is. I find that that's easier. It feels expensive sometimes whenever you're paying a couple hundred bucks a night for a hotel room and you there's trying to tell you that's the group rate and it's the best discount but many times it is because sometimes they've negotiated away the hotel let's call it the resort fees or maybe you even get free parking or something like that if you stay but most of the time staying at the hotel is going to be the best scenario because it allows you to be able to go up and down to your room if you forgot something, if you spill something on your shirt, you need to change, or you just need to go back and take a quick nap during the day to recharge your battery, to turn around. You don't have to find an Uber and travel and go somewhere else. And so I opted to stay at the hotel. And again, that hotel stay is going to run, let's just say it's right around $800 for the time that I'm going to be there. So $700 for a flight, $800 for a hotel doesn't account for all the food and things that I'll need to uh, consume while I'm there. And it also doesn't account for the Ubers to and from the airport and things like that. So let's just say all in with extra baggage fees and other things like that for travel all in, it's going to be about a $2,000 investment to go to podcast movement and speak. And it's come to a point in my business building that unless I'm speaking at a conference, I'm probably not going to go and uh, or unless I'm uh, exhibiting as a sponsor. And so those are kind of the place I'm at right now. Those are the kind of the parameters I put on it because it's it's a lot. It really, you know, it can be overwhelming. It can be too many tracks. And if you go to an event that is not well organized, you end up being sort of like an experiment, a human guinea pig. And I'm not really, don't really have time for that in my world right now. So I only go to conferences I'm speaking at, and there are really strict rules about speaking. Now, in these podcast type conferences, people like at my level, like we, it's a free speaking gig. It's we get exposure, we get publicity for speaking. And in turn, they're hoping that we bring our audiences with us to podcast movement and so or podfest or wherever else the podcast conference is. So it's sort of a two way street, like we'll let you speak and you bring your people and they'll buy tickets. And oh, that's the other thing. If I had to buy a ticket to podcast movement, I think they're about 300 bucks or so, depending on when you get them. And so that would have added another cost. But by speaking, I didn't have to pay for a ticket to the conference. So that is the the biggest, I guess, draw 
for um, the actual what you get in return for speaking. But it's not a paid speaking gig. There are many people that probably do go to these conferences that are in the celebrity-ish tier of people that are podcasting, and they probably are getting paid dollars $50,000, $100,000 or whatever to speak or keynote at these events. And so that's not where I am. I am your friend in low places. And so I am doing the free speaking gig. But by leveraging this free speaking gig, or I should say leveraging my unpaid speaking gig, I'm planning on getting an ROI or monetizing, so to speak, this conference opportunity. Now, the way I'm doing it is a very intentional thing. So I'm going to talk to you about my framework for monetizing these conferences. And then I'd love it if you share with me what you have that you're doing and what you've thought about. Because if you're not strategic with these conferences, you can just end up putting a whole lot of money in and not getting anything out. And I'll tell you, there are a lot of people, and, and I've done it before at different times in my business building and that sort of thing where, you know, it's like you print some freebies or you got some t-shirts or you got some other things that you want to give away. And so, you know, you might invest, you know, a thousand bucks or whatever in merch and you're giving them away to people or there's stickers or there's even just, you know, buying business cards and stuff like that. And you can go as crazy as you want to with this kind of stuff. But also, you know, I'm not here to match market myself. I'm here to have conversations and to draw people that are my ideal customer to me. But let me talk about my strategies for monetizing this conference. Now, number one, the rules are that when I speak, there's no pitching and there's no products to buy. And it's not like get up and go to the back of the room and sign up for my program. And you've just signed away $25,000 or anything like that. So it's no pitching. So I don't have the ability to say I have a course or I have whatever. But what I can do is I can give you something for free. I can give all my attendees something for free. And my free thing for my attendees of my session is going to be that they can come and then join my next podcast monetization challenge. And that is something that I do on a monthly basis. And anyone in that room that wants to join the challenge will be welcome to. And so I'll get them a QR code that they can opt in and sign up for the next challenge. I'm doing one at the end of September. So we've got almost a month before we're ready to do that and ready to roll with that. But that'll give people an opportunity to get something free from me and be able to help them further with the value proposition of monetizing the podcast. So that's number one. So I'm probably going to get a few email subscribers. I mean, it may be 10. It may be 50. Who knows? I, I just don't have any uh, idea at this point. But and then they'll come into my challenge and then we'll take that walk further down the road of monetization and what help they need with monetization. So that's strategy number one, give them something for free that will cause them to now become on my email list and get more in my ecosystem and spend more time with me, with me helping them with the value proposition of monetizing a podcast. The second thing I'm going to do is before, and if you've never been um, a speaker at any of these conferences, before I go into my session, it's like there's a session ahead of mine and they're like in, you know, 45 or one hour increments. So I go into the room at the tail end of the previous person's session that there's in my, you know, same room I'm assigned to. And knowing that like it will 
end and I had there's basically like a 15 minute turnaround time for rooms and so uh, they have to be out and we come in for the next session and it starts right at the top of the hour or whatever time is the designated start time so I know already there's not a lot of time to hang around afterwards talking to people so what I'm going to do is also make sure that I give people a very specific invitation that if they would like to talk to me I'm going to go hang out in the hall hallway outside of the session room if anybody would like to talk about this and anyone would like more information or if I can help anyone or answer any questions. And all I'm doing, again, is inviting people to have conversations with me. You know, I'm very much an approachable person and I love to have conversations. I am an extreme introvert, though, as a lot of podcasters are. And so I want to invite you to have that conversation with me if you have questions. So I'm going to intentionally include that as part of my closing of my session after we're all done because I don't want to be pushed out of the room and not get their questions answered and then never see me again. I'm going to intentionally post up outside the room and tell people that want to talk about it to meet me there. Okay, so that's my strategy number two. The other thing that I'm doing, I just mentioned how much of an extreme introvert I am. And trust me, I find these conferences exhausting. I mean, the emotional energy that it takes for someone like me who's an introvert to go all day long and not just have conversations, but to initiate conversations and feel as socially awkward as ever and just have to put on an air of confidence like um, I'm so confident in approaching other people that I don't know and introducing myself to them. Oh my gosh, that I'm just an introvert when it comes to that kind of stuff. I can't explain it. So I have to fight very hard against my natural introvert tendencies in order to overcome this and in order to actually have a productive and ROI driven conference, right? And so I can't let myself do that. I can't let myself naturally um, be that introverted because it would be so easy for me to do. The other part is in these conference setups, there are, I probably will scope out a few sessions of people that I want to hear or content that I want to hear. Uh, many times I'm looking for things that I can bring back for my clients. So in other words, if I go and find out about this new Amazon Live thing or whatever, I can then understand whether it's something my clients need to have on their radar and I can help them be informed about it and that sort of thing. Uh, so I'm going to be looking for a few things like that where I'm going to be looking for information for my clients and my business. And I'm going to do a few sessions. But other than that, I am going to be largely just spending my time networking and networking comes in a lot of different ways. And I'll be the first to admit I am not the greatest at networking. I am maybe awkward at it. I'm not the most, you know, well-known person. So I have to work hard to build my relationships with people. And I just have my own insecurities about that sort of thing. And I'm also not someone that just wants to, you know, go and conquer everyone at the conference and make sure that everyone there knows who I am and do something crazy to draw a bunch of attention to myself. That's not me either. So one of the things that I'm doing is I'm focusing on 
forcing myself to be in situations where I am not just hanging around the same people that I've been going to conferences with for the last 10 years. And believe me, this is a huge tendency with me because if I find a group of people and we call, you know, kind of the old school podcasters that have been doing this for 10 years or more, and we're all people that were here, you know, back in Fort Worth in, you know, 2013 or whatever, whenever the first podcast movement was, I think it was actually 2015 was the first one. But um, we were there and we were doing it and we, you know, got to know each other and that sort of thing. And we now see each other almost every year. So there's a group of friends that I have that I could easily just spend all my time with, but that would defeat the purpose of me being there. Yes, I want to nurture those relationships with people and I'll make time and room for those people, but I cannot use them as a crutch. And I just have to put that boundary in for myself because I know me. Okay. And so I know I have to force myself to go hang out in the speaker's lounge or the other places or go to the after parties or whatever when I feel awkward and out of place and I don't have a wingman and I, I'm just there by myself and I'm doing it because I need to be meeting people. I need to be connecting with people. I need to have a list of other speakers that I want to get to know and I want to be introduced to. And let me tell you why. Because when I'm looking for relationships in my business, I am looking for joint venture partners. I am looking for people who might need to be an affiliate of a company like mine because we have a really good affiliate program. I am looking for anyone like I'll give you an example. I have a client who's a psychiatrist and he has a group where he encourages or he trains other psychiatrists, psychologists, social workers, counselors, LCSWs, what, whatever, MFTs, all these therapists to have a podcast and use it to generate revenue for their business. And because he has this community of podcasts, I am able, because he's my client, he has asked me to be the technical consultant for his group. He's also asked me to come on his monthly, he has a monthly, one of his mastermind sessions within this group. It's a paid group. Um, he has experts in each field come in. So he'll bring in the legal experts and he'll be bring in the practice building experts and he'll bring in me as the podcast expert once a month. And I get paid to come and spend 45 minutes helping his clients, his customers with their problems with their podcast. And most of the time it's around monetization and what tack to take with that. So I get to do that. And if there were, and so many times I have other clients from that group that need me and need my team to do their editing and do all the stuff associated and related to their podcast. So it's a great referral source for my business that can be used to, um, you know, as a model for this sort of like JV partnership that I want or affiliate partners that I want. And so I'm looking for JV partners for anyone that needs podcast production, uh, marketing of your podcast and those types of things. And so I don't know who those people are. There might be a network out there or a network creator that is struggling to get his shows in his network produced to a certain quality. And maybe we can partner together and I can become the, we can become the podcast production company for that network. I have one network like that right now that we're 
the vendor of choice for all their editing because they're my clients. And as they add shows on, they refer those people to me and we have that sort of a partnership. So I am looking for more of those relationships. I'm also looking for any clients that I have that are going to be out at Podcast Movement so that we can connect and we can get together and we can meet in person if we haven't yet. So there's a lot that I want to accomplish, but my three ways for finding ways to monetize or get some ROI on this conference of two to conference cost of on this conference that costs almost $2,000 is to understand that one conversation I have that leads to a client has just paid for my conference. One JV partnership that I develop and take out of this will happen, uh, will actually pay for my conference plus Right. So one of these things in any direction, somebody somewhere that wants to work with me and likes what I'm doing, any of those people that come into my sphere of influence and take the next step with me, they will have that will have paid for the conference. And so I say these because I think too often we go in without an organized strategy to these conferences and we leave and we're like, oh, I learned this and I learned that and I learned this. Now you've got like, you know, a list of 52 things to implement and you're not sure which one should be first and you've, you've got all this to-do list and you want to do all the things for your podcast. But in the end, it hasn't really gotten you any closer to revenue from that specific conference, hasn't gotten you any closer to ROI. And so I'm just sharing with you, I'm going to selectively pick a couple of things that I want to go to to get information um, and get education on. And then the rest of the time, I'm focused on people and I'm setting myself up to sort of hold myself accountable for being circulating in the main areas and to build relationships and speak to people and begin conversations and begin having those things. And it's not like you guys, I promise you, I have like my business card as a QR code on my phone. And so I don't take a stack of cards. I don't take anything else. Like it's just, it's about the relationships. It's about the one-on-one conversations. It's not about mass promotion or whatever. Because I don't need to, like, I couldn't handle a hundred clients tomorrow from this conference, right? I mean, a hundred clients could buy, you know, certain things from me, but I couldn't take them all on as podcast production clients or coaching or monetization clients, right? So I don't need to have hundreds of conversations. I just need to have a few. So I'm focused on quality over quantity. I'm focused less on promoting myself and less worrying about who knows who I am. And I'm focused on more about finding who other people are and who other people that I need to strategically be introduced to are so that we can potentially work together in the future or collaborate on something or become a joint venture partner or have a client, you know, relationship. You just never know what will happen. So that is why I'm doing this speaking gig for free. Uh, Well, I say for free, it's free for them. They just gave me a ticket to a conference they were already having. And I've spent almost $2,000 of my own money and time to be away from my business during this time and go do this conference. So um, that's how I'm uh, salvaging this and making it ROIable. So it's it's a justified part of my business plan. And I'll do that for this one. I've got, um, you know, a couple other conferences that I'm going to, but I'm just going to tell you this, it doesn't matter um, what industry you're in. If you 
only go to conferences that are like if I'm a podcast producer or a podcast production company, which I am, um, and I only went to podcast conferences to find podcasters that could then use me for their services, that is definitely a pool of podcast clients that I could pull from, right? The problem is that like every other company is there too, right? So, and and I, I know most of them, um, well, I say I know most of the old ones. Some of the new people that have come along in the last few years, I don't know all of them. Um, they haven't been around that long or they've, they're kind of new to podcasting and they're now doing the same thing we're doing. So I don't know all of them. But one of the things that I do know is that there are conferences for every niche for every topic that you would even want to imagine. So for me, it's going to be better in the future if I invest my time in going to other niche conferences like attorneys, like chiropractors, like dentists, like therapists, like whatever else you want to call it, and begin talking to them about podcasting. Because I will have a much larger pool to draw from and a market that's not already oversaturated and I can potentially meet some of my ideal clients in those conferences. So that's my strategy for 2023. I've got members of my team right now looking for these conferences where we can actually put up a booth and become a sponsor and talk to them about podcasting and potentially even be the company that makes a podcast for the creators and the producers of the event. So there's a lot of benefit in doing something like that. So you want to look at your niche and look at what ways are there people that cross over into your niche sort of ancillary things that you could potentially use those conferences and leverage them in an even bigger way than whenever I'm going to like a a podcast producer going to a podcast conference, right? That's the obvious place to look. But we're going to turn over stones in other areas to try to really get to a point where we're one of the few people in the room talking about podcasting, and we are seen as the category king and the expert there. So I hope this has helped you a little bit, giving you insight into my strategy. Wanted you to know if you're at Podcast Movement, please track me down. I have a session on thir- uh, sorry Friday afternoon, 1245, I believe it is. And so it's about podcast monetization. And so it's on the schedule. If you want to come, please come. I'd love to meet you. I'd love to interact with you and find out what your podcast monetization struggles are, because I could honestly talk about that all day. And it's funny, because being such an introvert, it's hard to believe that I can actually be a really big talker, but I am. I'm a really like my ugh, my family will be like, Christy, just shut up because I talk once you know me, I talk all the time. But um, it's just in certain situations, my introvertedness comes out. So anyway, if you see me at Podcast Movement, please feel free to stop me and say hello. I look forward to meeting you. And if there's anything I can do to help you with your podcast, the first place you probably want to start with me is getting a podcast audit done. It's a podcast tune up is what I call it. And so um, it's where I go in and I look at everything that you're doing with 
with your podcast and I give you a blueprint to get it from where you are now to monetized in a very short amount of time. So you can actually begin getting an ROI on your podcast too. So uh, you have so little time on this earth and to spend any of it on things that aren't contributing to your life and your lifestyle is a very tough decision to be in. And so I don't want you to be putting tons of time, energy, value, money, and effort into a podcast that is not going to help you get closer to the goals that you have in your life and the people that you want to impact. So uh, if I can help you with that, simply go to teampodcast.com forward slash tune up. And that's where you can sign it for the podcast audit. I've done so many of these this year and I love doing them. I love the people that I get to meet from doing them. And I love the way that they follow up with me and tell me their wins after they've pulled the different triggers and things like that, that they are on their way to monetization. And so uh, it's an exciting time. So teampodcast.com forward slash tune up and I'll see you guys next week post conference. And I've got, um, I've got a lot of information and a lot of cool stuff to share with you going forward, but uh, we'll save that for another day. So you guys have a good week. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about how to monetize your podcast, I want to invite you to join our private Facebook group. Oh, no, no, no. We're not advertising for Facebook anymore because we're pulling all of our communities off of Facebook. So if you want to come join the real community of people who are looking to monetize their podcast, podcastsuccesshub.com. Go to podcastsuccesshub.com and I'll see you there because I'm not going to be on Facebook. You guys have an awesome one. Hey, before you go, I just wanted to remind you about the challenge. It's starting very soon. Please make sure you don't miss a challenge because this is the time when you can really learn how to craft a high value offer for your audience that they will honestly feel stupid saying no to. So join me for the podcast profit challenge. It's coming up very, very soon. You can find out all the details for it. It's free to join. You have no excuse not to join. And even if you say, well, Christy, I can't make it on the certain time of day, whenever the um, challenge is, we have recordings of them and you can listen to every single one of them, even if it's not where you can join us live. So teampodcast.com forward slash challenge, go to teampodcast.com forward slash challenge. And I can't wait to see you there.